I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up, what do you got? All right, guys, so as you guys all know, the Clippers and the Lakers will be playing at Staples tonight, but... That wasn't the buzz earlier at Staples Center. It was this limited edition Lakers Masters Chief 117 bundle that everybody hit me up because they were like, you're going to be at LA Live. Can you make line for me? Uh, No, I'm not going to do that for you. I didn't even do it for my brother. I'm not going to do it for you. But that was a big buzz. So I actually tried to get one for my brother. It did not work out for your girl. But that was a buzz. It wasn't even the game. And I just wanted to share. It's actually pretty cool. I don't know if you guys seen it. No, I have Wait, not. Can you it. describe it? Tell us what it yeah, is. Yeah, so you basically the the limited edition bundle. It's a Laker jersey that says Master Chief with one seventeen on it. Then you also get a Lakers custom Xbox wireless controller. It looks really badass, and then a Master Chief figurine, and if it, it was for the Halo Infinite. They were limited edition, and you can only get them at the Team LA stores. And before you guys get tweets about it, yes, I did do this on Mason and Ireland, too. <laughs> Just before someone gives you the Well, they up. had you do a, a, what is it? What was the name of the version? What else you need to know? What else you need to know? That's funny. very funny. So, yes, I, I thought it was really cool. I actually wanted the jersey, and then my brother can get the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your girl wasn't so lucky. <laughs> But okay. it's, it looks pretty badass. All right. There you go. Uh, well, there it is. That is what you need to know, not what else you need to know. It is what you need to know. Although, considering we came up second, it is what else you need to know, I guess, now. So, I mean. I love you guys more. You should have given them, like, the, the you know, like, the, the, the spare one and then given us the real one. So. Borrow time, um, guys. Borrow time. <laughs> so, anywho. Um, so, a lot of chatter. Okay, Kaplan about the Lakers, as we've mm-hmm. talked about to start the show, right? So a lot of the pundits, some of them are, you know, colleagues and friends, uh, you know, of ours. And there's a lot of chatter about, man, Lakers, woo, they need to be afraid of the Suns. Woo, they need to be afraid of the Warriors. woo <laughs> And here's the deal. Now, while I do think the Lakers should absolutely take the Suns and the Warriors very seriously because, you know, the Suns, Chris Paul, man, you know, a lot of people sold him short, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. years ago, people wrote him off, Scott. Like, he, he's done. He's toast. He can't do it anymore. He went to OKC, made them a playoff team, like a four or five seed, if I recall correctly. And, you know, we've seen how bad that team is, okay? Then he goes to Phoenix, they get to the finals. And we could talk about, yeah, whatever, you know, they had some good fortune. Everybody's got good luck. Has to have good luck to to win a championship or get to a finals or whatever. But Chris Paul, the other night, when I'm watching that Warriors game, Mm -hmm. Devin Booker goes down early in that game. Right. And I was like, all right, let's see what's up. And they didn't miss a beat, man. Like, he's so good still at making the guys around him better. Um, and he's that's in the pa- key. 
That's yeah. the key right there. He, he Chris Paul has a way, whether it's his game or his leadership skills, I, I mean, I'm not really positive exactly what it is. Maybe it's a combination of both. But he seems to make everybody around him better. DeAndre Ayton is like the number one first guy that I think of. But yes, seems like everybody around him is better because of him. Uh, DeAndre Ayton was a very shy kid, right? Very much to himself. Um, not a super vocal guy. I, you know, I, I was watching that game. He's out there barking at his teammates. Right. He's out there encouraging teammates. He's out there, you know, mixing it up with Monty, right? With the, when he's coaching, when he's not in the game. Like I was like, who is this DeAndre Ayton? This is not right. the kid that I I remember when he no, came he's out in the draft. Up. He's growing up. He's going from being a child because that's what he was. I mean, he was like a 19 year old child when he when he got into the NBA, and he's turning into a young man. And we're watching it. And, and Chris Paul has brought that out of him in yes. a lot of ways. And and um, he said that as much. You know, it wasn't like we're just coming up with this on our own. I mean, DeAndre has said it's Chris Paul's influence on me that is making me the player that I'm becoming. And so I, I actually think that we talk about this fear of the Lakers. What Should the Lakers fear the Suns, who have won 18 straight games? Should they fear the Warriors, who are 18-3? and three? Those two teams will play again tonight. I think they should, George. I think the Lakers should be very fearful is an interesting word, but I would say the Lakers should be very worried about these two teams. No, look, I I think that they should have a real respect for those two teams. But fear, that's where you lose me a little bit. That's just hyperbolic to me. Like, they've got, you know, again, you know, a lot of this has to do with injury, okay? If If the Lakers are healthy, I'll still take my chances with them in a series. Now, it doesn't mean that I absolutely would pick them to win the series, but I'd like their chances to be in that series. And if you're in the series, you can win the series. Yeah, you got a chance. You do. Um, I think when I hear somebody like Stephen A., for example, blast away on television saying that the Lakers should be fearful of these two teams, and particularly Arizona, uh, Phoenix, I guess what I think I hear him saying is you should be fearful that they're going to get so far away from you guys. And look, to your point, you know, they may play in the in the ser- in a series and the Suns may have finished first and the Lakers may have finished eighth. And so I, I it doesn't really matter because the records will be thrown out in the playoffs. But these guys, they're building something. There's a chemistry, there's a teamwork kind of environment and and the, the style of play. If I'm the Lakers, if I don't get it together, these guys are just going to be better teams. They may not be better individual talents, but they are going to be better teams. I know you don't really necessarily buy all my team chemistry stuff that I like to try and sell, but I believe that. You know, you may have better individual talent, but are you a better, more cohesive team? Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I think that stuff matters for sure um, on the floor. I, I don't think you need – like, I think what you confuse me with is – like, I don't think you need to, like, have this, like, rah, rah, sis, boom, bah, like, you know, be, like, cheerleading together thing. Like, I don't think you need that. You just need time to coalesce on the floor. Well, tonight's a great opportunity for the Lakers because you're LeBron. You seemed really angry uh, at whomever, whether it's the league, whether it's the testing, you know, the whole the tweet a couple days ago, something's fishy going on here, and now LeBron has been able to go from 10 days away from the team to, no, no, I've been able to produce enough negative tests to come back. 
So tonight, in coming back, you're playing your rival. And, and maybe you don't look at the Clippers as the rival, but they certainly look at you as the rival. And they're going to give you everything they got tonight. And so, you know, you won that game against Sacramento minus LeBron. The Lakers should be 30 points better with LeBron. They got to win this game tonight against the Clippers. That's just all there is to it. They've got to win this game. I'm with you. This is a huge one. Like, I don't think – people are, like, probably listening just going, oh, huge one. It's game 22 or whatever the hell, and they're playing the Clippers. No, no, this one matters. It matters not only because it's the Clippers, but it matters because this is a good team right now, okay? This is a playoff-caliber team. The Lakers have not played very many of those. Um, and so they got to win those games to kind of gain the trust, not only of the fan base, or but of each other, right? That they can win in those moments. Now, I don't think you should panic, right? Russell Westbrook has talked about that. But I, I, I think that you have to start to see some of that manifest itself in victories as yeah. the season progresses. And you just said it, you know, they're a good team. They're a playoff team, the Clippers, right? So, But, but the reality is when you're facing them today – on whatever today's date is, December 3rd, they're an 11-11 and 11 ball club. Are the Clippers? By the way, the Lakers aren't much better at 12-11. and 11, But the Clippers are coming off three straight losses. No shame in losing to the Warriors, although they got blown out. They lost to the Pelicans, where they also got blown out. And then they just lost to the Sacramento Kings the night after the Lakers minus LeBron did beat the Sacramento Kings. So they're, it, it's when you're playing these guys. And they've been playing poorly, losing five of their last seven um, the Lakers are playing the Clippers when they're not playing well at all, and they've lost three straight games. they got to win this game tonight, just like they had to win the game against Sacramento. This isn't Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers. This is Paul George and the Clippers. Right. This is LeBron James with Russ and AD. they, they got to win. I mean, I know that sounds very no, I, simple. I mean, it, it is very simple. It's, it, is, it is simple. Now, I don't think it's just that. I, I mean, I think that there's going to be more, more, to, more to it than just that. But I'm with you. Like, we're, we're, we're lock and step on this one. All right, coming up next, we've got Radio Tinder Plus. We're going to talk to Santa Slee. We're going to get to the bottom of this Santa Slee uh, issue that we've got going on here. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, Linz, before we get to Radio Tinder, I just thought of something. You know, the oh. Mandys are coming up, and you can vote at 710awards.net for all the different categories. And one of the categories, if I recall correctly, is like something to do with like greatest attire with a host, right? Or something like that. Isn't there some sort of... I think it's most fashionable. Fashionable. Mm-hmm. Is it fashionable? You know what? Um, yes. And- because I feel like I saw something where it was... It had to do with like... It had something with my turtleneck yeah. or whatever. It's and- most fashionable. And then it gives the options of like Mason's vest, Sedano's turtleneck, Kaplan's... Mm-hmm. No, best sweater. style. Oh, best style, style is what it is. Right. You know what? It's got Kaplan's Sunday swagger. No disrespect to the no, Sunday swagger, no folks. Robe. But I feel like it should be the robe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know something, George? I just got a box today delivered to my house from Sunday swagger with all these brand new prints. And one of them, you know how people love- He's a like, robe? No, no, not a robe. Oh. But you know how people love the ugly Christmas sweater this time yeah. of year? Mm-hmm. They've got a crazy Christmas polo shirt, and it's awesome. And so I can't wait to rock this thing. It is so cool. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, I feel like you're in a in a little bit of a conundrum there. Between I am in a conundrum. Sunday you're swagger exactly and your right. robe guy. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to solve the problem by wearing the Sunday swagger polo under the robe. But, oh. but I'm going to be bottomless, just so you know. TMI. Okay. All right, Lindsay, go run Radio Tinder then. All right, so George Clooney apparently turned down an offer of $35 million for one day's work for an airline commercial, the mm-hmm. star revealed in an interview with The Guardian this week. He said, quote, I was offered $35 million for one day for an airline commercial, but talked to my wife about it, and we decided it's not worth it. Clooney said that the airline was associated with a country that, although it's an ally, it's questionable at times. And so he thought, well, if it takes a minute's sleep away from me, it's just not worth it. Would you take an easy multi-million dollar payday to endorse something that might make you lose some sleep over it? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? I'm going to swipe left. I mean, the salespeople here will tell you that there are endorsement opportunities that I have turned down just because it's just not. It's either something I don't believe in, right? Um, Like I don't use the product. I would never use the product, right? Like something like that. Um, And I don't think there's been any where it's been like it's crossed a line, um, with a particular company on just kind of my personal beliefs. But I, I have I am very selective. Like I don't just endorse anyone. So um I get it. You know, and by the way, he's you know, thirty five million to him, um, you know, that's one movie, you know, basically. Well, but that's the whole key, right? Is like thirty five million. We hear that and I say here's what I'll say. I'll swipe right and say this. If you were gonna pay me thirty five million dollars for one day of work and I didn't love the product, but it was $35 million for one day of work. I'd learn to love the product. Just as an example, I love Coors Light. People sometimes give me a hard time. They're like, dude, domestic light beer, really? And I'm like, yeah. So I was up in Mammoth last weekend, and all the cabs up there were wrapped with Coors Light, you know, keeping California chill. I took a picture, and then I posted it on my Instagram because I like to support the companies that support the show. 
35 million dollars we got a deal i i feel like i would probably want to take the money too because i'm broken you know <laughs> i might i might i might right but again it's all relative if you're george clooney 35 million i mean it's a lot of money to even george clooney but it's one movie like he can make one movie and make that money back i wonder if, what airline it was though like what is he talking about you i know? think it was saudi arabia it was probably some right some like middle, Eastern, in the middle east um, yeah yeah uh, but I, I will say if someone offered me like half a million or even a quarter of a million to endorse something then i was like yeah, right but that's know. still not equitable i don't think is okay. it uh, maybe I, I'll just say that I would probably take not that well, it, it, a movie takes like five to six weeks for them to film. So it, it's the equivalent of five to six weeks worth of work. I would probably do it for one day's work. Okay. Yes, I there would you go. do it. Then that's fair. But, you know, poor people. That's me. All right. So next one. Steven Spielberg has wanted to make a movie musical since he was a child, specifically the popular 1957 Broadway hit West Side Story. Well, on Monday, he premiered his version of West Side Story, and it immediately drew loud Oscar buzz for the 74-year-old director. Now that he's conquered the world of song and dance, the only genre that Spielberg really hasn't tackled is Western. And he said, maybe, you never know, I might just put my spurs on someday. So do you think that Steven Spielberg can pull off a successful Western at this point in his career? Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? I'll swipe right. I feel like Steven Spielberg can do anything he wants to do as a director. You know, So he hasn't done a Western, big deal. Maybe he hasn't been motivated to do one. He wanted to do a, a musical. He's done it. I didn't know about this, by the way. Um, I love West Side Story. And I just maybe found a, out about it recently. Yeah, maybe a a more modernized, more contemporary version of West Side Story. I'd be curious to see that. So I feel like Spielberg can do whatever he wants. I'm swiping right. Um, I would uh, I would swipe right on that. I just believe in Spielberg he could pull anything off, even at this stage of his career. So I'm gonna just say yes. Real quick, so. favorite Spielberg movie ever? Ooh, mm. man! Wow, that's, um, t- that's wow. tough. Et for me. Yeah, e. you know that sure. was like the first. Et thing was that the comes first one I ever saw. Yeah, yeah. so it comes to mind. Um, you know what? Um, it's it. Hmm. Man, that's a, this is a this is tough. Like, there's a lot of great ones. Um, Et is definitely the first one I ever saw. So there's that. I mean, Jurassic Park was pretty incredible at the time, yeah, right? I Indiana mean, Jones is fantastic. I mean, I remember. Uh, I mean, how many? You talk about influence. How many people are afraid to go in the ocean Schindler's because List? of Jaws? You know. Oh yeah, both both good. And you're you know right. what's a what's a what's a really uh, low key great Spielberg movie? What's that? And it actually is a perfect movie to watch now because we have all this talk about the metaverse and all that stuff. Ready Player One. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, put it on my list. You should go watch that. Yeah, I had a whole conversation with a friend of mine last night about the metaverse. Oh, I would yeah. love to hear more of this. This was uh, it was quite interesting, <laughs> as a matter of fact. It was really interesting. Have you guys heard of something called Roblox? R O B L O X. Yeah, bro. yes. Okay, so I don't know anything about that. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you got to check out this Roblox." So I downloaded the app last night. And I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to see. See, that's the difference between me and you, Sedano. I'm now interested, and I'm curious, and I'm flexible. As much as I think the metaverse is outlandish, somebody's going to spend two million dollars on digital land. I need to learn more about it. See what I'm saying? Well, real quick, uh, Roblox, my 10-year-old nephew plays that. So just saying, if he can figure it out, I'm sure you can, Kip. Well, I, I think he has a better chance of figuring it out than me. Okay. He's All right, one, one, one last one here. Uh, Vince McMahon, he mm-hmm. uh, has been in the news lately. He said that he and Bob Costas once nearly came to blows during a contentious interview on HBO 20 years ago. In who? The, Bob Costas and who? And Vince McMahon. 
Oh. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So in the new book, Tinderbox, HBO's Ruthless Pursuit of New Frontiers, McMahon and Costas both recalled the 2001 interview where Costas prodded McMahon about elements of WWE that he found distasteful. Things got testy and McMahon poked fun at Costas's height and intimated that if the host were bigger, there would have been a fight. Mm -hmm. Would 2001 Bob Costas have been able to hold his own in a fist fight with Vince McMahon? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? No, of course Vince McMahon would have crushed Bob Costas, but like, um, you know, uh, you know, Vince McMahon is also not used to ask someone asking him tough questions. So I think that you know what Bob did was what Bob is supposed to do there. Yeah, I'm also gonna have to say uh, I think I'm swiping right here. There's no chance Bob Costas. You know, he's he's kind of like in that situation you talk about old school where Jim Rome went underneath the table with Jim Everett. You know, I mean, there's just some guys that are much bigger and stronger and more physical. and Like, he wouldn't even try. He would just be like, nope, No, mercy. I think Bob Costa would be like, yo, Vince, chill, man. I'm yeah. just asking questions here, okay? I'm just doing a deep investigation here. You agreed to the to the interview. Calm down, will you? Plus, you know, Vince McMahon back then, Ripped. he was all sauced up and oh, crazy yeah. and whatever else. He was wrestling back then, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was in the ring. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, uh, do we got time for one more? Um... Well, let's try and get uh, Santa Slee on the phone. Is Santa Slee there? Hang on. Let me let me see. No, he was uh, doing the uh, Vogel interview, so we're waiting for him to call us. Okay, oh, really? so one more. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay. All right. Here we oh, go. Oh, sorry. I already closed my document here. One Hang more. On. One here we second. go. Here on. we go. Hang on. Now it's not opening. Okay. Sorry. All right. So, Jackson State head coach Deion Sanders thought that he would invite somebody in to talk to his players about women pursuing them solely on social or solely because they're athletes, considering Brittany Renner wrote a book about this. She had exploits with famous celebrities. So on Thursday night, Sanders released a video of Renner speaking to Jackson State football players to prepare them with how to deal with shady women on social media who have ulterior motives. Do you think that this is a good idea? Would you want your kid to have a woman like Brittany Renner come in and talk to them about the dangers of social media the way that Deion Sanders did with his players. Swipe left or swipe right, Cap? So um, one of the things that I love about coaches is that their jobs, and they take it seriously, is, hey, I'm not just preparing these guys to play football. I'm preparing them for real life. And, guys, I'm telling you right now, you got to be careful about this or that or this or that. And so I brought somebody in here today to explain to you the dangers of something and so I think it's a good idea. Listen, I don't... Who did you say this person was? Brittany who? Brittany Renner. She dated P.J. Tucker, among a bunch of other basketball players. Had a very high-profile, weird relationship. Like, she's a... I guess they call her gold digger, all kinds of stuff. It was a very mm. public relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I... Listen, again, I'm all for coaches teaching players, men or women, about real life, preparing them. So I think this is a good move by Coach Sanders. And I call him Coach. You notice I call him Coach. You don't like being called Dion or Prime. What do you think, George? That's how he wants to be addressed, man. So address him how he wants to be addressed. You know? Uh, all right, so Santa Slee's leaving us a cold in the stocking. Is that what's happening here? Well, Frank Vogel's still talking, so mm-hmm. I just asked him if he can just, you know, he doesn't need to hear every single second. Maybe you can bail on him and come call us real quick. I mean, 
I mean, there is something there. There, there must be. What, what is the problem? What, why? Is I feel like he's like? avoiding us because there's a. You know, I heard he didn't want to be Santa's sleeve. That he wasn't so thrilled about it. He was yeah, like, "Do I have to?" Not, like, shouldn't he yeah. be taking this as an honor? Like, hey, I man, agree. You know, you. you I mean, are he's taking the, the torch from Key. Right, Santa Key. Right, you're you are the slee, and now you're Santa slee. Like, you right. should be flattered and honored that the station chose you. Yes. I mean, I can call him like cold on the air. Nah, know? it's fine. Okay. Just let's get out of here. It's Friday. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> so, What's everybody right, got we're... cooking this weekend? Anything? Anything good besides you? You're calling basketball. I mean, I, we got to go, bro. We're late. No, what you're asking me these questions no, when we're no, ten no, we seconds can. over? What's wrong with you? All right, we're done here. Bye, Scott. Bye, Lindsay. Later. Bye, Laura. Later. Have a great weekend, everybody. See ya.